in spite of all that has happened, I am here and I am how and who I am. And um, it doesn't define me, but I rose from it. Hey, welcome back to Normalize the Conversation. Today, I'm here with activist and author of Smokes and Whiskey, Teja Sweeney, Divya Nike. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you really? Hi, Fran. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me here. It's an absolute honor. Of course, I'm so excited to have you. You have an amazing mental health journey that really started with bullying in school. Can you jump in and tell me about it? So, you know how it is a typical story for every nerd out there in the, in the schools? And um, you're sitting on the first bench, you're answering all the questions, you are the teacher's favorite pet, and suddenly you are picked out to be, you know, that kid who is just unnecessarily bullied in school. Um, I don't know how I'm like, I think a lot of us have felt the same way and have experienced this. I don't know about everybody. I can't talk for everybody else. But what I can say for my own self is that, um, yes, I have been through really, really bad bullying. And um, so much so that I, some this one time, someone locked me in the bathroom. Like, I know exactly who it is, but I'm not going to give them that power over me and say who it was. So someone did lock me in the bathroom and I was stuck there for a very long time. Then this the same person, they uh, one day in class, they brought scissors and then they started cutting my hair, this other girl's hair. Then they got a lighter in class and they would start, you know, they, they tried burning our hair with the lighter. So it was a mad and an act, absolutely horrible experience. And um, yes, uh, if given a chance, I would actually not want to go back there and change anything because because of all that ha- that has happened is why I am who I am today. It's not because of actually, it's despite of. In spite of all that has happened, I am here and I am how and who I am. And um, it doesn't define me, but I rose from it and I would just like, you know, I, this, is, this is what I try and tell everybody whenever I come across someone who has been through bullying and who has been bullied in school or even kids. I know there are some kids I know who are the bullies. And all that I try and tell them is that, you know, this is not going to matter. You were the cool kid. You were the smart kids. It just doesn't matter in a few years. You're going to be in different cities. Probably you're not going to be in touch with those people. Probably you never know. You're going to be, be you're going to end up being best friends with those people. So it's just incredible how bullying shapes people in various different ways possible. You know, for some it could just lead down a very very bad path. And for some, it would just give them that confidence and the will to fight back. So you have to choose your own way. And you have to be like absolutely strong in the head. And I'm not saying that people who get affected by it are not strong. They are incredibly strong as well. 
but it's just that it takes um how, i don't know exactly how to put it in words but you know it affects different people differently but just that we have to be strong for our own selves if not for anybody else which is very important so i hope that answered your question i'm sorry i just i, I started off on a different path and i went on a different path completely no that was an amazing answer i admire your strength so much i can't imagine sitting in class and someone trying to burn my hair and you've taken that and you're like i'm not giving them that power over me i think that's an amazing message to send to people i think a lot of times when we are bullied or people pick on us or make us feel singled out or alone we allow it to eat away at us and we use it as an excuse to not show up for ourselves and instead you've used it as a reason to show up for yourself and turned it turn that pain into passion into purpose and i admire that so much about you thank you so much thank okay. you so much i just to add like an anecdote of some sort you know it's uh, i think my more like i used to be a writer i've been a writer since forever but more of my serious work began during this time because you know i would come back home and i would pretend that all of this didn't happen and i would make up a story and i would write that in my diaries at that point and i still do i write with a pen on paper i prefer writing with pens on paper so i would start writing a story and you know develop and create this entire different world where i was and i had so many friends and i would be sitting down with so many friends and having lunch and you know we would be playing or we would be talking and chatting and that is exactly where i think my writing began so um i think the anecdote that i'm trying to give and i'm trying to talk about basically is take that energy take that emotions take that um all of that that is filling you up from inside and put it in something like songwriting music um playing sports writing anything else you know don't don't let that negative energy and negative emotion take over you put it to good use and make something beautiful out of it creativity is sure. an amazing way to express your pain and to process and move through it yes so when you were bullied in school how did that affect your mental health did it affect your mental health that's an interesting question <sighs> yeah well um i did it did i, I <laughs> now just that thinking about it um it i i'm unable to uh, spell it out or you know it's so funny while i'm talking to you i just looked up and it's just like coincidence my school photo is right in front of me <laughs> the the album the class photo that you take with your entire class it's right in front of me and i can see that person who used to bully me like that entire group is standing right in front of me it did it did in a major major way um there were times i you know i would just go spiraling down and i would be just sitting through the nights and thinking what is so wrong with me and what did i do to deserve this and you know why is this happening with me and why are these people so mean and uh, 
why are their parents not like my parents and why did my parents not teach me to be like them or fight back or say mean things or be rude because the thing is i am just this person who's always sweet who's always kind who's always nice you know and but that in this in the in, in i don't know in which part of the world and why are people like this but that's apparently taken as being fake and uh, being a push over yeah. and someone you know people people think that you're being a doormat and that people just can walk all over you they they'll be mean one second and just because they know that you're nice and you're sweet and you're kind they will come to you and be like hey would you be able to please help me with this assignment or would you be able to do my homework yeah. you know so what started happening was in my head like i said i, I started writing as well so i started developing this other world and um that helped me the writing helped me because i would take out my anger and my pain and my hurt and my resentment in the writing and sometimes when i wouldn't like what i've written or sometimes when i would read what i've written and i would be like oh this is not me this is not who i am i would tear that or i would just flush it down the toilet and you know next day back in school it would be like a fresh day it would be like you know nothing happened yesterday you kind because of... i've already taken all of that out in the words on paper sorry sorry you were saying something um, i was just going to say kindness is often mistaken for weakness like you said and yes when you are weakness is see, it's taken as um, being fake for some very strange reason i don't understand like you're being kind to people you're being nice to people and they're like oh she's so fake you know she's just making that up to you know i don't know on brownie points or like what brownie points will i earn by being nice and kind i don't understand such people exactly and i think that people use kindness as like it's a defense and it yeah. can't actually just be who you are it can't be authentic it has to be a defense but you could exactly. also use it as a defense and kill them with kindness absolutely it's and it's so good to kill them with kindness and more than that kill them with your strength don't let them see that you know what they're doing is affecting you like i said i would come back and write it out i would channel my emotions and all of my energy into my writing and in my studying so what eventually happened was that you know i would study 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 and i would write 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 and um yeah i'm very proud to say like they can make all the fun of as much as they want but i'm very proud to say that i scored really well and i did so well that i um scored the highest in my city for a particular subject and i scored the highest in the country for a particular subject wow. which was like in the 0.1% of the entire country that's incredible thank you. i'm very proud to say i'm sorry i might be sounding like a priest right now um i'm very proud to say that i got a 100 on 100 on the subject that people didn't it was very difficult to get a 100 on 100 on that subject but i channeled and i focused and completely put myself into my studying and my writing and look where i am right now i'm very proud to say look where i am right now i am so proud of you that's amazing i think a lot of people allow the bullying to really get to them and change them and kind of unmotivate them and you use it as 
motivation and you focus in on something that you could control and it worked out very well for you. Correct. Thank you so much. Yes. And also another thing that I think is very important in all of this is that you you should have could come back and speak with these friends that I had back at home, not in school. And um, yes, I eventually got some great friends in school. Like, you know, how if you've seen um, Stranger Things, I or if you've not. seen It, and then you have a... You've not? Oh, God, okay. Not, but... You must. So there's like this group of people, you know, the cool kids don't consider them cool. But we knew we were cool. We knew we were awesome. And look at us now. We are all excelling in our lives. And till this date, I'm really good friends with them. Like, I can, I'm so good that I can call them my best friends. They are amazing. And I absolutely love and adore them. So, yes, school did give me some, high school did give me some bad memories. But I think I have better and happier memories, which I can easily overlay over the bad. I love that so much. And I'm so glad you're able to find that support system that you really needed. Maybe it was a little later than you had needed and wanted it. Yeah. But you eventually did find it and get it, which is incredible. Thank you. So if you could go back in time and tell your high school self something, what would you say? And actually, that's an incredible question. Um, I would say just hang on. Just, you know, don't let these people get to you. Because they're going to come running to you when school gets over. And that will, I think, um, and, you know, you're going to do so much better than them at life. And actually, what they do does not matter what is happening right now does not matter because by the end of it in the next two three years you're going to be living a great and a happy life and these people will not be existing in your life anymore so what happens right now does not define you it does not um, make you weak it is not something that you should be worried about. What you should be worried about and be focused on is yourself. And that's all that you need to be worried about. That is amazing advice to offer yourself. And it's so true that it does. it's temporary. It doesn't feel like it's temporary at that time, though. But it really is temporary and you will get through it. And you will probably never see those people who hurt you again. Exactly. I actually have this letter. I had gone to this workshop and they had made us write letters to our 15-year-old selves. And I have this letter. And whenever I open it and sit down, I end up crying because there's so much. So much. Like, um, they made us write it when I was 25. And they made us write it, you know, when... 10 years back, so about when you were 15, 16, and all of this began literally for me. That go back to your past self, and what is that one thing that you tell her? And I think the most important that I tell my, my younger self that, you know, 
wait and watch. You're going to be a national bestseller. You're going to achieve some major and incredible things. You're going to be meeting President Obama. Wow. You're going to be winning four huge campaigns, huge campaigns against YouTube, against Zomato. And it's going to be incredible. Just hold on. Don't give up. That is absolutely, absolutely amazing to see how far you've come. I think that when it feels like the world is against you, like everyone around you kind of hates you or makes you feel like you're not good enough and isolates you, it can be so hard to imagine ever feeling happy and content. It can feel so, like the idea of achieving anything can feel impossible because they really start to get at your self-esteem. Did it break your self-esteem at all when you were bullied? Yeah, like horribly, horribly. At that point, I was so thin and I used to feel like I'm so fat and I'm so ugly and I'm this and I'm that. And, you know, I am, I'm not deserving of friends or there's something wrong with me. And yeah, there were it led to some horrible consequences because the bullying, it, I mean, you know, if I could have been so lucky, but I wasn't apparently. But the bullying didn't stop in school. It went on in college also. And college was a little different and had different people. And there was like a whole lot of new um, drama there. So yeah, it did lead to several consequences. But at the end of the day, I'm here and I'm happy and I'm content and I wouldn't change the past. I wouldn't change anything in the past because like I said, I am not here because of it. I'm here in spite of it. And I, that's what makes sense. I really love that quote that you're saying. That you are here in spite of it. That is very, very powerful. I think a lot of times we're like, we say, because of this, I am who I am. But it really is in spite of all the obstacles, all the trauma, all the pain that we suffered. It's in spite of all of it that you were still able to keep this kind heart inside of you, that you were able to stay motivated and determined to be someone and to be someone who makes a difference and impacts people around you. And that is so special. So much. Of course. So if you could go back in time and say something to the people who bullied you, what would you say? Um, <laughs> I would actually just tell them to grow up, but well, um, I don't think I would go back and say anything to them. I would let them do what they want to do, make a fool out of themselves. And, um, you know, because whatever they want to do is going to lead up um, to what they are going to be now. And everything has a consequence and there is karma always. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to say anything to them because saying something to them is going to change the way things have been the circle of life so yeah let the circle of life be 
That is amazing. I think a lot of people would kind of go off on them if they had suffered so much pain because of them. And instead you allow them to be who they are. And if that's the way they wanted to treat you, then that's okay because you were able to accomplish so much in spite of all of it. Exactly. Tell me about some of these campaigns that you've launched. So it started off with uh, this campaign against YouTube where I, you know, um, while I was doing some research for a project I was working on, um, I came across these horrible videos of um, these little, little kids who are probably about five or six years old, okay, who don't even speak Hindi properly. Hindi is the national language of India. They don't even speak Hindi properly. They are from a small, small village in West Bengal where the Bengali is the prominent language and they're being made to say extremely ugly horrible things in English things they don't even understand and this was being run by a person who um, a a US citizen and he was basically uh, so um, there's this app called Fiverr and uh, there he was you know putting up that um, I will uh, make these kids say so and so whatever you say and he was betting on it he was placing bids on it that whoever places the highest bid their sentence or their quote or their dialogue would be said by the kids in the next video wow so there was stuff like i don't know if you want to censor this but there was stuff like my uh, i get more ass than a toilet seat and um hitler wasn't bad and uh nazis rule and like really really incredibly horrible stuff that and i mean horrible to the limit like i i things that i can't say on camera that bad and these kids who are five years old they don't understand a word in english and then when i um complained to youtube it said it doesn't go against the community guidelines how does that not go against community guidelines i wish i knew i don't know who's behind youtube and at that point i mean right now instagram is doing the same thing that youtube was doing then because they have bots and as for the bots that algorithm is working and there's no issue in that Um, so everything is working well for them and they don't see anything wrong with it to flag it down and that's the campaign was launched and I was like I was so enraged and I was like how dare you and these are kids of my country how are you making them say all of this garbage are you making them say all of this trash and you're earning money out of it and there's no money going to these kids apparently you're just saying that you know I'm earning for these kids and these kids are making money off of these videos but where's the proof give me the proof there was no proof there was like this guy was earning all the money and nothing is going to the kids and the kids are just dancing around like fools and actually people are laughing if you see the comments people are laughing like such silly kids stupid kids ugly kids saying really nasty stuff comments so yeah then it started off and um, I actually slept on it like I've started it and then you know two days into it I've gone to bed and I've woken up and suddenly it's become this big thing so many people have picked it up um, media outlets have picked it up like news channels across are picking it up it became so big 
that France and Germany picked up and Australian um, outlets picked it up. It was translated in French. It was translated in German. It was it was a massive, massive campaign suddenly. And I was at the center of it and I started getting all these death threats and horrible th- threats, you know, um, that how dare you and what you're doing is wrong and worse things than this. Like I'm still telling you the very mellow things. But I didn't back down. I had the entire uh, team, that the platform that I'd started it on, them supporting me. And uh, eventually, Miss Susan, I don't know how to pronounce her surname. She, she's the CEO of YouTube. She wrote an apology letter and it was posted. And uh, then after that, the stricter rules and laws for YouTube came in. Wow. That, and then after that, they started YouTube Red. Where, you know, uh, it's like a difference between your normal YouTube and YouTube Red. So, and now whenever you uh, complain about something or you flag something down, immediate action will be taken and people will make sure that they are looking into it. There's an entire, like now an entire team behind looking into all of this is happening. So that was my first campaign. That is an incredible campaign. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I believe that people were exploiting children in that way. And I so admire that you saw it and you had to do something about it. A lot of people would have been like, that's terrible and moved on. Yeah, but you wouldn't give up. And you made such an amazing difference. Thank you so much. I mean, if I was to start talking about the other three, it'll take a lot of time. But, you know, if anybody wants to actually check, I will, I shall share the links with you or I can just tell you in um, like, rather quickly that one was uh, the second the one after this was because I was so enraged and I wanted to do something more so the next one after this was against um, these food delivering apps called Zomato and Swiggy because um, there had been cases of the delivery boys raping molesting harassing not just girls but uh, old people young kids as well and they had there had been a couple of murder cases as well because of the delivery boys and rape, definitely. There was a case about a girl who had to shift cities because of a delivery boy stalking and harassing her. So it was like, man. So I collected all the data, all the evidence, proof, everything that I had, and I started off the campaign. Initially, they didn't listen, of course, but then the National Restaurant Association of India came in the picture and rules change like that because again media outlets start picking it up and they were like oh this is the same girl who did the youtube campaign so let's see what she's talking about now so then it became a thing and then yes that's what i of course won that campaign and laws and better laws were brought into for the delivery apps and there was like a proper screening which was which is what i was asking for like you know screen the people that you are taking in for being your delivery boys and everything and after these two campaigns, something mega awesome happened. <laughs> so uh, Obama, President Obama was coming for a town hall to India. And... Uh, oh, your screen went away for a second. Yeah, my battery is low on second. Better? Okay, so I will start again. So something rather amazing, like mega awesome happened after this. 
President Obama was coming to India for uh, his town hall, and um, there were a lot of people who had be, had to give a test and you know be interviewed and go through different different levels. But there were there were a couple of us who were invited. I was one of them who was invited to be in that town hall to meet President Obama and ask the question first time. And I did get picked by President Obama to ask the question. If you go there and you see the video, that you would see that. Wow. But something happened. Someone else took the mic. I could not because you know how I am. I did not snatch the mic back from them like they snatch it out of my hands. They ask their question. But you know what happened? <laughs> it is incredible. You know that moment when you're. um someone comes to you and they're talking to you but someone else butts in and you have this eye contact and you like you know they apologize to you through the expression and through their eyes <laughs> president obama and i actually had that like he looked at me before you know when this person before this person started asking their question he looked at me that brief few seconds and he looked at me and he was like you know he blinked twice and i was like oh my god is he <laughs> saying like i'm so sorry because he did pick me and i stood up and the mic was handed to me but yes um i can't help it this is what happened and i felt really bad i was like you know he he did the blinking thing at least i felt nice for that but when i sat back down i was like i literally was crying and the people next to me who had come with me they were like holding my hand and they were like uh trying to pacify me and you know i mean i They did see it was dropping down right there and there. See, it actually happened, and not just me. Like the people who were sitting next to me, they also were like, "Oh my God, did you and Obama exchange looks?" And I was like, "Yes, that did happen." And I can't tell you because I have idolized Obama and I love him so much, so bad. And just imagine to have those few few brief seconds where he's directly looking into your eyes and saying sorry with his eyes. and with his face and you know he was just like looking at me and if you do go go on youtube and you see that you'll see his face go blank for seconds few seconds and he's just looking at me at that point and just like blinking his eyes this is incredible <laughs> yeah i mean you know i didn't get to ask the question but now i have a story to tell so that that's something what happens like you know when an experience like this happens um you can feel bad at that moment or you can feel good that this happened and you got to learn something from it that so. is wow i am amazed that you were able to have that experience with president obama especially someone who you idolized and looked up to and a very incredible leader that Absolutely. is just an amazing story thank you so, so. What were you gonna say? Nothing. I was just about to say that. So I mean, <laughs> what what are we talking about next? I'm so excited. I think talking to you is making me feel super amazing and making me realize things that I've done and I just probably brushed it off. But I'm just feeling incredible about myself, and you know, everybody should have a moment where they feel incredible and proud of about their themselves. Um, my english just went to i don't know it just flew past the window <laughs> but no i really have good. these moments i and that's what i love about what i do is getting to listen to a lot of people 
kind of brag about themselves because we're taught to kind of suppress ourselves and what we've accomplished, especially as women. You're not allowed to brag. If a man brags about themselves, that's okay. That's normal. But a female brags about themselves and they're self-centered, they're a B word, they're all these terrible things. Absolutely. And if, okay, if, again, if something happens and a man reacts to it, he's just reacting to it. But if a woman reacts to it, she's overreacting to it. Yes. It's just a different world for women altogether. You know, it's just, it's just horrible how we've been taught to suppress our emotions, suppress our happiness and, you know, just go on about, yeah, okay. It's just, it happened, it happened. And, you know, let's not talk about it. Or just be, oh, oh my God, let's just be coy and shy about it. No, I mean, I did it and I'm proud of it. And I'm happy that I did it. And I don't know if anybody else would have been in my place and they would have done it. I would have felt happy for them. So if I'm happy for them, why can't I feel happy for my own self? What's, what's wrong in feeling happy for yourself and feeling proud about yourself and cheering yourself on? Be your own biggest cheerleader, man. You don't need anybody else to cheer for you. Exactly. You should be your own biggest cheerleader and you're a number one fan and you should always be proud of who you are. And if you look in the mirror and you're not proud of who you are, I hope that you start to see it because you are just such a beautiful light in this world and doing so many amazing things. And if you ever doubt yourself for a second, call me so I can tell you. Because you, you really know what I will. I'm going to keep on dial <laughs> always because and the same goes are. for you okay the same goes for you if any time any any given time you feel um like you're hurting or you want to talk to somebody or you know you're not feeling that great about yourself you can just call me in the blink of an eye and I'm gonna answer your call and we're gonna talk Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate you coming on this series and sharing your story with me and all the amazing accomplishments that you have achieved. You should be so proud of all of your accomplishments. I am so proud and honored to have had this conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. You are just amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and I'm I'm so glad that through this medium, uh, I found an absolute gem of a person like you and um I'm not going to let you go. <laughs> Never You're let an go. amazing and beautiful person. And please keep this up. And I'm, I know I don't really know you that well, but I'm so proud of you, Fran. And um, I don't know what to say. Like, you're just an amazing person. And thank you so much for having me on this.